Hello and welcome back to Anastasia Speaks, where sacred spaces are created to heal the invisible scars and build communities of love whilst illuminating the magic of you. I am Anastasia, your host, and today's episode is all about how the act of listening changes your life. I remember a time where I had to go into a particular building and there was this feeling that I was about to walk into a sort of gloom of death is the only way I could really describe it. It was this feeling of restriction in my stomach, in my chest, of hearing, knowing and feeling the whisperings of ill intentions, almost like an overcast. And I remember feeling angst. I remember feeling the need to protect myself. And I remember about to walk into this particular building in my childhood and hearing a quiet voice say pray just before getting to the door. This voice was calm. It was quiet. It was a whisper. It was loving and gentle. It was also peaceful. And just as that voice quietly came in, it left. And without question, I remember silently asking for God's protection. To protect my family, and to cover and shield us from all that could harm us. And I didn't speak these words through being scared, even though it was silent. Yes, I was slightly nervous, but not scared. There was this sort of peace. I had an inner conviction of knowing that if I asked for covering, I would receive it. So peace and assurance filled me. Little did I know, in that moment, it solidified my faith, my belief, my knowingness in a more bigger than myself, in a higher power, forever intelligence, a creating power, but also my divinity as a free and sovereign being, a co-creator, if you like, made from the same fibres of the creator. Now, although this may not be life-changing at that moment, For most, or for others, for a little child below the age of 10, this solidified a sort of self-belief, a confidence in all that there is, in a stillness, in a higher self, in my inner guide, my intuition, the inner tuition. And this, this set the tone for my entire life. If not for the quiet whisper of a prayer, I don't know what entities or energies I would have opened myself up to, nor even what portal. But then I was unaware of this. I was unaware that this could be happening or this was a thing, but I felt it. In some capacity, I perceived it. And somewhat the act of simply just listening and therefore knowing what to do protected me from what negative energies were lingering and waiting to feed off my energy and light. So I share this to say there are so many ways we listen. We might automatically think that it's just through conversation. It's through watching a TV series or docu-series. But really, it can just be the act of asking and then receiving. It could be just sitting still and hearing the messages of our bodies, the aches, or where we might need some exercise, the stiffness, the cold, the heat. I shared a memory and a spiritual experience I had before this event. In my last episode, 
There you see another example of how listening altered my perspective and shifted or changed energy, which allowed for this next event to take place and really changed the trajectory of what I knew life would be, what I knew life to be at that time, or should I say, opened me up into a whole new dimension of being, living and experiencing. In the last episode, I shared parts of the beginning stages of my spiritual awakening and journey. So if you are yet to hear it, go back and check out episode two for the first part. I recall a moment in my childhood, in my teenagehood to be exact, I was 14 and one night there was a feeling of immense loss. That's what it felt like, a sense of grief, a sadness, but also almost not remembering, you know, there was this potential of grieving something I I realised I, I couldn't remember or I didn't remember, a memory if you will, that just escaped me but this feeling or this yearning was there. I remember being in a flood of tears and these floods of tears led to recognising again a stillness and a voice within a voice within that stillness that told me to go up to my bedroom window and stargaze, vocalise my heart's contents, its questions and its requests. This I now recognise to be very powerful, despite my ignorance at the time of not knowing what I was really doing consciously, my soul knew. The wisdom of the soul is beyond all that we can conceive. The combination is now known to be what people call manifestation or a moon ritual or manifesting through a moon ritual. Some might even say it's deeper than that and that I was contacting my star family and receiving direct guidance from them. I know it's a lot of different terminologies, hang on, just stay with me. Simply put, the innocent act of stating my pure intentions releasing emotions that led to surrendering and the act of listening with faith and trust in receiving the answers in due time created in an astronomical event in my life. This all started by hearing and listening to the voice within, my soul's voice, the inner cry and releasing that, vocalising that and then also listening to another voice, another inner voice, which I believe is my higher self, which said to go downstairs after stargazing and wiping away my tears and feeling comfort of letting this letting go and surrendering and trusting. Immediately came this guidance. Go downstairs and turn on the computer. And before I could ask myself who, what or why, which I never thought to ask, but my body was already walking down the stairs, even if I had. I got downstairs and forgot how loud the startup time was. <laughs> I mean, I, I was downstairs at the age of 14, you know, sneaking downstairs because I, there's no way I should have been going downstairs for anything, apart from, you know, maybe some water at midnight. 
certainly not to turn on the computer. <laughs> and whilst I was waiting for the internet to load with this wild, loud dial-up tone, <laughs> I was wishing and hoping that my parents didn't hear it. I do think my dad quietly came to the banister and asked who was down there and listened, but then shortly went back to bed and didn't come downstairs. And I remember I sat down on, on the chair nervously. I took a breath because I didn't know what else to do and there were no other instructions than to go downstairs and turn on the computer. So I sat there when I took the breath to calm my nerves. I silently asked what now? And it wasn't even a conscious thought, it was just what happened. And before I knew it, I knew that I obviously had to wait and there was just this same voice that showed up whilst I was sitting there that said, go to the internet and type in chat room into Google. Now, Google wasn't what it was back then, but it was known enough that if you needed answers, you could go to Google. Now, mind you, I had no business being on the computer at almost midnight, that's for sure. And then I certainly didn't have any business being in a chat room. I mean, I'd never been in one and never signed up for one, so I had no idea what I was looking for or why one would go there, but I just followed the instruction. Again, the voice is quiet, gentle and loving. Some might question what this voice was, but I didn't. It didn't feel outside of me. It felt like an extension of me. So I didn't feel scared and it wasn't scary. Yes, it was dark outside, but it was almost like, you know, it was me in the night and I was completely at peace in that sense. This was a voice that I recognised. It was my own voice, just softer, more mature and totally benevolent. So I just typed in chat room and the first thing that came up was a link that said black chat. Now at this point, my palms were getting a bit more clammy. <laughs> I was more nervous and my logical mind started to kick in. Like, what am I doing? What's happening? Why am I even here right now doing this? Again, the voice said, just, just click on it, just do it. So it was the first link. I clicked on it, I saw the all the details of how to sign up and I signed up, I registered again, you know, it, it all seemed to flow so quickly but so slow at the same time and all just in complete synchronicity. I mean, so I, I signed up, I registered and that took no time at all. I then entered what seemed to be like enter room. I think it was back then and I entered the room and within three seconds of entering into the room I had a male character approach my avatar because at this time it was 
a chat room with Avatar similar to any parents in the house you'll know what I'm talking about when I say Minecraft they were like these Lego looking like figures really small um innocent looking I would say and you know you got to choose what yours look like I don't remember what mine looked like or even what this the male character looked like what I do remember though is immediately immediately as this character approached me at the same time as this was happening I felt this jolt of electricity run through my being from my root all the way to my crown it was something I had never experienced before and I know this to actually be the kundalini rising and I never experienced it again this awakening that I was unaware that was happening but I could feel it the, the tingling in my body the the neurons the synapses just firing off I felt it they were all so pa- powerful and palpable to me and I remember just being this ball of sweat almost and feeling like what is happening this is so bizarre is it the nerves am I just nervous but I, I was I wasn't one to sweat so I knew this was beyond nerves I knew that something was happening and as this happened that shook me for a second I was reading what was being typed in the speech box and it simply read ASL which was age sex location now I shared mine my age I didn't give my real age of course because I thought you had to be I think 16 and over to enter the chat room anyway or 18 or something like that but I, I lied about my age I think I got I put the bare minimum at the time and I think it might have been 16 and this male character proceeded to tell me their age, sex and location we did a little bit of what you might call small talk but enough to where the connection was felt it was palpable it was though there was this feeling of I know you I know that I know you and there was almost this this resounding of those words I know you you know me I know that I know you I know that you know me I just had no idea who it was on the other side of the screen I had no idea what they looked like even their own names because I used a tag name if you like what I was being called and referred to at that time and I so was he but and I knew that because it was really obvious it was um a name that obviously just didn't seem like it would be someone's name um and you know for me it was so profound because I'd never experienced such a thing and so you know we we engaged for all of maybe half an hour I think I don't even remember the time but it wasn't long it wasn't this deep long conversation but there was just enough to where we exchanged emails 
so that we could chat over MSN Messenger, which was the, the, the way to communicate at the time, I guess. And that was the day, unbeknownst to me, that I connected with my twin flame. My spiritual and energetic counterpart. And you know, the rest is history. Just under two decades of learning, discovery, understanding, healing, intense healing and integrating and union. One of my biggest spiritual wake up calls and initiations thus far. It's been one of the purest loves I've ever known, rediscovered, remembered and journeyed. Today I heard Matthias Di Stefano say, You came here to bring the consciousness of the question, not the answer. And I just think how profound. The spiritual principle highlights the vital role listening creates, the actions and perspective evoking a question with the understanding that in asking a question, there is indeed the answer itself. You see, if you use your rational mind, you might miss it. So let's say that again. Matthias de Stefano says, you came here to bring the consciousness of the question, not the answer. What Matthias said resonates so deep in my core, not only because I believe it, but because I know it. I've experienced this time and time again. All we need to do is ask the right questions. And we hear it so often, but in different contexts, maybe at work, through conversations and scenarios in different areas of our lives. However, if for a moment we don't believe the question already carries the answer, we can look at it as to ask a question is to activate a response. This, this is all that is necessary for us to do. This is what it implies. To remember, remember who we really are. Remember why we are and what we are. This also prompts the events in our lives, the callings, the restlessness, the ventures, the missions, the dislikes, likes, and all that we are drawn to. It is so deep and we could go so deep down the rabbit hole. Our job is to ride the waves as we activate and decode the parts that allow us to integrate fully into what we were created to be, to become to evolve into. This therefore, then shapes our encounters, our experiences and our life's trajectory and all that is really. Triggered through a moment of asking and listening, listening to the call, to the answers, the signs, 
in all the ways and any way that it might show up. I want you to affirm these words throughout the week to help cement the energies of self waiting to integrate the answers already and waiting for the trigger, for the right questions to be asked or prompted. So say with me now, I am consciousness. I am beyond the life that exists on this earth and this earthly plane. I am limitless. I am boundless. I am remembering who I have been and who I chose to become. The answers to all my questions are within me. All my experiences are merely triggers to remember, to integrate more parts of me. I am constantly remembering who I am. I am prompted to remember who I am in the I am in every moment. Continue to affirm these words, especially as you undertake the prompt that will follow this. Be kind with yourself. We have now reached the end of the show. This is where I give you prompts for what I like to call soul work. These are timed creative writing prompts designed to take you a little deeper into self-reflection and discovery. To get those channels of creativity and divine insights opening more week after week. To help integrate the lessons along with the messages our souls have for us. This week's prompt is, in what areas of my life am I not listening and why? If I were to listen, what are the messages being given to me? What are the answers to the questions that I've been asking? And what does that change for me? Take 20 minutes and 20 minutes only to write all that comes up. It doesn't matter how it sounds, what it looks like, just allow it to flow through you. Allow it to come out. It doesn't need to be perfect. You don't need to read it out loud or share it with anyone. Just be present. Do feel free to send in your responses if you feel to share them. Or drop them in the comment sections and tell us what came up for you. You can answer more questions on the Anchor and Spotify page. And use your reflections in the answers. But for now, you can join the tribe and connect over on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and Clubhouse. Searching Anastasia Speaks. Or go to AnastasiaSpeaks.com for more. Remember, seeking more means you can no longer stay small. Thank you for listening and don't forget to subscribe. The key is always radical acceptance. Listen to know thyself. 
Delay is not denial. Missteps happen so we can get the chance to realign. You are not alone. Love louder to release all fear. See you on the next episode.